0: I've been told by everybody up on this roof that they're all off the roof. I am on the roof of exposure floor. Got fire through the roof of the fire building the entire rear section. Now remember,
1: given the payday. As you the been accounted for, okay? 610V, That was the name date, 610V. I'm not uh, here. We got a fire. One and a half story, single family dwelling. Fire shown from the second floor. Give me a second alarm on this. I'm up to
0: there top floor. I got people hanging out the top floor windows with a baby.
1: Commercial building, uh, a lot of fire, a lot of smoke.
0: Go ahead and strike a third alarm on my orders on this. We've got people on the front fire escape here, we windows melted below them. We need somebody up there. Yeah, let them know we got a job. I'm pulling up now.
1: Second alarm. I got a one-story single-family frame. Heavy fire showing from the attic. So we're using all hands. We got one line stretch,
0: Fire on the fourth floor. Second line being stretched. Primary searches are underway.
1: Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of our podcast old school um i'm rick lasky along with my buddy chief john sulka um john you, you, you know we had talked about this topic a, a couple of times before but um oh first of all last time we chatted um it was uh right before veterans day and uh so real quick james came home right you guys went hunting did you get anything or
0: oh yeah james came up from quantico he's down there in a, at, a, at, a, at a program at a training program and he, and he took the short ride he's used to coming up from uh From way down in North Carolina, so it's usually like a twelve-hour drive. So instead, it was five. That that's like nothing to him. So he drove up and he spent a long weekend here. And we went out hunting with the bow out in the out and you know up behind the up behind the house up on the mountain. And we saw a couple of nice big bucks. He got a shot off at one, and of course he didn't go home with anything. But uh, but it it was a a great successful trip. A bad day in the woods is still better than a good day at work, you know. So (laughs) it was. uh, So we had fun, and he. uh,
1: did you see any of your, uh, your, your your I know you've had them forever, but uh, lately, your your buddy's the bears, man. Those are big ass bears you're chasing
0: away from your house. Yeah, there have been bears around the house, right around the house. Like the other night, I was walking into the uh, walking into one of the rooms to put my hearing aids in the charger, and I look out the window. The spotlight's on, there's a big old 400, 500 pound black bear standing in my driveway looking at the house, you know. So we got some videos of that. Two nights earlier, either the same bear or somebody else was here. <laughs> Flipping a garbage can over, I had to go out and yell at him, and you know, flash the flashlight at him to get get him get him out of here. So, uh, we saw a bunch of turkeys. We saw we saw uh, deer and turkey up there. We didn't see any. Uh, we got coyotes. We got a bunch of stuff up there. But that's always so. We had a great time.
1: Well, how nice! And you got to spend time with uh, one of your kiddos. You know, you you love yep, your family yep. so much, and to spend time with James, especially, you know not seeing him as much as, you know, with him traveling. As the other guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Deploying yeah,
1: deploy yep. and all that stuff. So good, good for you. Good for you. And then uh, we're doing good here. Um, You know, everybody's, I mean, with things, I guess they call it spiking and everything else, everybody's getting ready uh, for, for what's going on now with, with COVID. And um, hopefully we'll get a, we've been saying this, you and I've been saying this since March, hopefully we'll get a vaccine sooner or later sooner to rather than get later. this yeah. going. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I just I just spoke to one of my buddies. He's got he's got a he's got a firefighter, um, that's that's been off for eight months, and you know lung problems. And I talked to another one of my buddies. Got a guy that's on O two. I mean, this is this could be yeah. career, career ending for a lot of guys with their lung stuff. Yes. And um, anyway, uh, th- again, you know, and I'll say this before we start on our, our show topic, John, and, and I'll say this to our listeners on behalf of both uh, my buddy John Salk and I we've said it several times before we say it again, especially in light of everything uh, uh, spiking again here with COVID. uh, John and I have never been as proud as we are of the fire service as we are right now. It's just, you know, once again, once again, we were thrown another challenge and you guys, the gals stepped up to it and are continuing to fight that fight. You know, we've said it before. It's not always about fighting fires to cut people out of cars. You know, the the big change for us was after nine 11, white powder calls and all this stuff. And, the, that to be honest, the anthrax scares after 9 11 almost seemed like nothing compared to what we've been going through with COVID. So, God bless you. Thank you for everything you're doing. We're so proud of that. The, God, we, the, the fire service is incredible. But, all right, buddy. Hey, we've done shows on, um, God, uh, you know, and thanks to our listeners for the tens and, tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of downloads and views and stuff with the show. But we've, uh, John, we've done them on, uh, roof ops, we've done them on, uh, uh, we, we've done it on the the, the OV, the outside vent uh, man, outside vent position, and single family dwellings. I mean, we've done my leadership and else, but tactically, um, and you and I have talked about this, and we and we have a little bit varying views, at, but at the same time, we agree if that if that makes sense um, on the importance or the role of the first arriving officer and maybe the chief, or whatever. But doing a 360 especially for that first arriving officer and buddy, you see it every, almost every time there's a line of duty death involving a fire ground situation. Um, uh, especially, you know, when it comes to misreading the building, the fire, you, you see it in the findings all the time that, you know, recommendations failure to perform, you know, we found failure to perform a three or six degree, you know, view of the building, um, you know, locked out the first arriving officer from seeing vital bits of information, like walkouts, whatever fire, anything. And, it's kind of like when we do our uh, uh, first and officer or our fireground uh, scenarios class, putting a single picture up there. And they always ask, can I see the back? We're like, no, no, you can't see the back. You know, it's this is what you've got. I and mean, I know you can't always get around. But, man, I think in the absence of doing a quick, and you'll talk about quick later, 360, I think kind of hinders you to, you know, you're almost, it's like we talked before. John, and there's guys out there that have a problem with the 360, and, and we'll talk about the steps of how you can accomplish it, but and and actually where it's kind of easy. Um, but that being said, we talk about the rapid venture team officer. One of the key things with the, the fast truck officer or the or the the RIT officer is telling you guys, put all the tools here and you're gonna do a quick walk around. We've we've talked about that because that whole stand outside, you know, look on deck works. We've been using on deck you've been using on deck in your department for a couple hundred years. We've been using a long time where everybody comes, you don't sit in a vehicle down the street unless it's like multiple alarm staging. You walk down, you check in with command and you stand right there. You're next up, you're second up, you're third up ready. You know, you start picking your companies and put them to work. Yep. The whole concept of, well, we don't need to sign a writ team, you know, because we have people on deck. And if there's a mayday, we turn to Captain Salk and your crew and say, you got it. You and I both talked about that. Well, that, 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 yeah, that can work. But what if you get to the, t- the the third floor of this building or the second floor of this building? Let's say second floor, back bedroom. You got a down firefighter. You got fire. You got a window right there that, or a door. You know what I'm saying? When you don't see that back or, or there's bur- you take them to a the window and you find out now there's burglar bars on it or something. I, you know, So nobody really has a problem with the RIT officer doing a quick 360. But they get hung up about the first arriving officer being able to do it. You know what I'm saying? So you're, right. let's just talk right. real quick before we walk through the steps on how to accomplish it. You, what, are your, what are your views on a 360?
0: Right. And, and, and I'm one of the guys that, that, that always questioned and, and not doubted, but, but questioned the 360 only, only from the perspective that there's so many people who say you must, 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 must. And obviously there's a lot of details. There's, there's a lot of perspectives. There's a lot of issues that have to be resolved sometimes uh, or have to be looked at uh before you do a 360 or there are a lot of issues or conditions that can eliminate 360 for example you know i worked in the bronx for the last 16 years of my career and and i did have a couple of standalone buildings a couple of little standalone commercials i had a couple of standalone you know private dwellings or two family homes but most of the stuff i had was rosa stores or or rosa tenements or brownstones or new laws and there was no 360. The building was connected all the way down the block in both directions. So guys that work in urban fire departments, guys and gals that work in in large city fire departments that have rows of connected buildings and stuff like that, obviously there is no actual 360 because the two sides of the building are not even, they're not even locatable. You can't even find them because there's another building pressed against it. Now, is the rear important? It's still important. And and many times as a battalion chief, again, here we are in the urban fire department, I would call my aide, 1-8 to Alpha. Hey, Jack, where are you? Get her out of back real quick. Give, give me. Give, let me know what we got. And a minute later, he'd call me. You know, 1-8 to Alpha, chief, we got to fire out two windows on the third floor here in the rear as well. So, you know, knowing what's going on in the rear is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely necessary. And if you can't get there, you certainly need to. To assign that to somebody to get there
1: well john let me ask you real quick because you mentioned something that that threw an idea in my head here you know and we've both been there we both worked in the cities um you know the difference between what you may see uh, granted it's still important what you may see when you've got a row a block block row of whatever you know what i'm saying versus sell blooming grove you pull up at a house fire you know the differences between additions and add-ons and stuff in a backyard. The back we'll talk, we'll talk about all these things in a second. In a single-family dwelling, that can be manipulated a lot easier than what you had in the Bronx. I mean, there's only so much you can right. do to the back. Maybe some kind of burglar bar, shutters, backyard fence. All the things we'll talk about a little bit. But but the, you know there there is a big difference. I mean, and I guess the importance would be you you kind of said it. You know, it's difficult and it would different in the Bronx to, to get a 360 out of things because it's, a, it's a block. You'd have to walk down an entire block to go out the back. But if you got an aide, if you got someone – hell, I used to do that for Eddie Enright. Eddie Enright would go, hey, Rick, get, go give me a read. Give me a read, a read on the back of the building, you know, in Chicago. I'd take a quick duck, come back. Okay, you got this, you got this, you got this. You know what I'm saying? Same, same, right. like you said, send your aide. But then, you you know, you get home, you, you know, you're chief of your department, you respond to a single-family dwelling fire where you, you go, I mean – to be able to take a quick duck, like we'll talk about a little bit, and take a little view of what you got on right. the back, it's right. a lot easier. But you're right. I mean, there are some places. And, and, and here's know. another thing.
0: And you can, even in, a, let's say, a smaller department, a, a department that might have a mix of buildings, maybe you got a whole private dwelling neighborhood, but then maybe you got a, a little downtown section. You know what? Even if you don't have an aide, and I, I, I say aide like everybody's got one. I know hardly anybody has a, a battalion aide or somebody driving the chief or assisting the chief initially. But you, you might be able to take a quick duck through the adjacent building. So so you get, a, you get a row of five buildings, you, you know, the middle building, the center building's on fire. So you go one building to the right, through the first floor, up, you duck through, assuming the first floor's not on fire, you got no conditions over there, right? You duck through the first floor, bang, out the back door, quick look at the fire building rear, and right back out to the front. And now you've done sort of the equivalent of a 360. You got an eyeball on the rear, and you came right back out to the front. Everybody's got radios. Somebody just say, oh my God, you're not out in the front of the building. What happens if somebody arrives? And I always tell people, if you don't see me, you call me on the radio. I'm there if my car's there, you know? So either getting to the rear yourself, assigning somebody to the rear, or in the case of a private dwelling or a standalone building, of course doing a quick, a quick three sixty, getting around a building yourself is always, always, always a good idea. Cause you you just can't believe and you know it and I know it, both of us from the multiple different places we've been working and the multiple different places we visited and talked to people about and and there's close calls and near misses you know you get these places that from the front it just looks like a, a, a row of two-story buildings you, you go around the back and it's a two-story drop off down to the ohio river you know what i'm saying there's not even a road in the back there's not even any grass in the back of the house you know and, and you and sometimes you simply can't tell from the front of the building so there is absolutely no reason to not get a set of eyes on the rear of the, of the whatever's on fire by whoever it is you assigned to do it or however it is you get there.
1: Well, in comparison of maybe an urban department where you're assigned to an engine or truck company and you have your pretty much, you know this, you knew your district, you you, you could close your eyes and you could picture where you could describe the buildings you're pulling up to versus, you know, some of the, the career departments that are out there or some of the volunteer departments they have a, a big area to cover where you, you're driving, you're going, okay, I know there's those two houses. I know that, you know, I've never been to the back of that one. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you could be seeing a whole different set, you know, of... of, But I'm
0: glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I wrote an article a couple of years ago about, you know, building inspection and checking your buildings out and stuff like that. And I said, and please don't tell me, well, gee, we're a volunteer fire department and we just have a little small downtown area. And, uh, you know, we really don't have, we're not on duty. We don't go out on building inspection. And my answer to that was nonsense. Nonsense. Whatever it is you do for drill, like if you pick every Wednesday night for drill... So one or two Wednesday nights, maybe during the summer, you get a couple of things lined up during the day. And you tell a guy at the hardware store, maybe the guy at the supermarket, listen, we're going to come in on Saturday morning with a couple of firemen. We're not going to have our gear or nothing on. We'll just be wearing our, you know, our baseball hats and stuff. And we want to take a look around the back of the building, maybe, maybe inside. Look at your storage area just to see what it's like in case we ever have to come in here to do a call. So even volunteers can do that. You can just prearrange it and make it a drill. Uh, it's still sort of a building familiarization or a building inspection. And so you know, like career guys do it, and, and I know career departments that don't go out on building inspection as well, which is it's really inexcusable. I'm not saying building inspection quote unquote enforcement building inspection quote unquote familiarity for crying out loud, you're the guy that's going to put gear on, put a face piece on crawl to a zero visibility condition in the hardware store on Main Street in the little town that you live, and you don't know how deep the store is, and you don't know what's through that back door because you never worked in the hardware store, you know. We really should all, as firefighters, and the smaller your town, the smaller your district, the, the more essential it is and, the, frankly, the easier it is for you to get into those buildings.
1: Well, and sometimes it's just you looking around the training room and going, going Tommy, all right, Tommy, you work at Billy's hard, Billy, Billy Jones Hardware Store. Tell, tell everybody here, but let's talk about the building. You work there. Are you, are you there all the time? Or, Cynthia, you, you work over at that particular building. Tell, tell us, you know what I'm saying, you actually have people – Unofficially, they've already done pre-plans in respect. They actually work or been there, or right, from working work there or
0: shopping there. Even when you go out shopping, say, "Hey guys, let's let's go. Let's walk through the hardware store after lunch today, just to yeah. just to see what's around." You might even be. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to go in there and, and make a pain in, in the neck of yourself to the owner during business hours. But you might even say that. Hey, you got a minute for a couple of us? To just three of us, can we can we walk through the storage area? Just take a look at your back room. Oh yeah, sure, guys, go ahead and we just come out. And let me know when you're done. You know. And or so, the guy might say, gee, could you come back some other time? So you can work that out, you know?
1: And some of those people actually like, no, come on, let me show you. They're actually, you know, they're, they're actually, they love the fact that their local fire department is taking an interest in their facility. Right. And, right. and they're like, we just had the firefighters come. And I think for some places, as long as you're not there going, and then you got to change just you got to change all. Right. More not,
0: positive yeah. PR. More yeah, positive like, PR.
1: Yeah. Yep. The firefighters are just here, you know, God, I feel so much better and all that. You know, and I agree with you. And, and someone just posted it again on social media. It's a quote you said on this show, a couple, you've said, i made you say it several times, but they just posted like the other day about, uh, and help me out, John, you know, you know, it's where I'm going to have to, you know, the the, the time you pull up to a building that's on fire shouldn't be the first time, you know, you, you, you've been in that building or you've looked at that right. building, you know, that kind of right. thing. You've talked right. about that. Forever, I there's mean, no
0: there's no excuse for that. And I'm not talking again about a guy in you know in, in Engine 96 in Chicago that's got you know seven thousand buildings in his first due area, and you know a mix of high rise and low rise and brick and frame. And I'm talking about the typical place, you know, that that, that not, if there's such a thing, you know, the place that has a reasonable response area. Not you're not going to get into every single house and every single building, but you certainly should be familiar at least with all the buildings that you go first due to that you go that you ride into first, you know.
1: Right. Exactly. I like how you said it. And you know, I know a lot of volunteer fire companies, you know, it's hard. I mean, um you know what it's like by you and 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 I'm I'm working for Ryan Fetzer, the the fire chief here at Wichita West. Um uh, I, I one of his I'm one of his probies, I one of his probies and uh I'm shooting for I'm shooting for rookie of the year. But um uh, there's an article for us, John, you know, for yeah. 45 years on the job and you know rookie, you know, but um but that being said, um, you know, I know the challenges he and his staff, his guys have, you know, Monday nights, Monday night, you know, okay, one night we're going to do a meeting, you know, next night, next Monday night we're going to do a drill. Then we're going to, and then it's maintenance on the rigs and all that stuff. And, try, you know, it's hard to fit everything in. Out of, yep, uh, yep. But again, there, there, I think there's ways we just mentioned to get around that in a way of using your people and asking about buildings. So you, you'd be surprised a guy that's quiet off in the corner at every drill night, he works at that hardware store, you know, or,
0: yep. or, or yep. all kinds of tell you more than you probably know if you did do a walkthrough. So all right, let, let's talk yep. about it. So so let's talk about it. let's just talk about like like a first do a basic first do 360, either at a small commercial building standalone or maybe just a house on a block do, on a let's residential. Do the house. Let's
1: do the, let's do the single family dwelling.
0: I remember telling a young company officer a couple of times, listen, you get a house file like this, you pull up. Obviously, it's a working fire. You give a 1075 or you say, yeah, we have a working fire flame, you know, a fire showing, whatever. You call for more help. You unask the rig. You get off the engine. You give your order. This is the officer now, right? You get off the. You might just have one guy in the back in a crew cabana, like, like my son, Brian, down there in North Charleston, right? You two guys in the front seat. Maybe, some days, there's one guy in the back. Some days, there's two. So, when there's one guy in the back, you get off the rig. You tell him, Brian, pull, pull your entry recorder to the front door. Just wait for me. So there you go. You got the entrance recorder done. You already called for help on the radio. You, you gear it up. You're throwing your helmet on and off you go and give it a lap. You, you know, you're not running because you don't want to run, but you're not just strolling. You don't have a pad to pan out or anything. Yeah. You're taking a quick run around this house, seeing where the smoke is. And, you know, you might notice, gee, there was heavy smoke out the front of the house, flames out one window out the front there's not even any smoke out these side windows you get around the back eh, a little bit of smoke you get around the other side wow a lot of smoke here now you have an idea maybe it's in the you know maybe it's in that one two corner or that a b corner or i mean and then you're back around in front of it. boom you get there you guys just finishing up the stretch maybe you got one or two guys whatever it is and now you got that 360 now if somebody asks you anything showing in the back you can answer no or you can answer you know if you did see something in the back and, who, you could find a burned civilian that, that tumbled out the back kitchen door and is laying in the yard. Could you imagine not doing that? Could you imagine stretching a line in and somebody else arrives, somebody else arrives, they're backing you up. Nobody takes a walk around and 20 minutes later, or 10 minutes later even, somebody says, hey, we, we got a victim in the rear. So, I mean, that quick, that quick walk around, now, now what can prevent that? What can slow that down? Even though they're separated houses, a lot of people got fences. Some people got right. fences between houses and separate the <coughs> front of the house from the rear. Down and, here. Here. You know what? Bushes and fences and attached garages or detached, but there's only an eight-inch space between the garage and the house. So there are going to be challenges, but let's face it. We're the fire service. That's, that's what we do, right? You have to handle the challenges.
1: Well, and John, you know, back that up for a second. Like you said. You know, our, and, and I and I mentioned already, just mentioned. we this is like Texas, like the fence capital of the world. Everybody's got fences here, but so we're we're talking about that private dwelling, okay? And I'm I'm your captain. I'm your, I'm pulling up on the engine. As I'm pulling up, we've always said this. In most cases, never say never. I say always, but in most cases, I should be able to grab three sides pulling up with the engine, right? I'm pulling up. I'm looking. I'm looking at the four or the D side as I'm pulling up. I see the front. As we scooch, even if we just scooch the cat pass, I have leave room for the truck. I see the B side or the two side. The only side I haven't caught is the rear. Worst case scenario, you know, I, I mean, chains and locks and things where I can't get, I can't take a peek around the back. At least I got three sides, you know, right. a family dwelling, you know, I got a good peek at least, you know, but you, you brought another up. advantage
0: to that is another advantage to that is you're rolling up. You know, you got to keep your senses about you, too, because some guys are all excited. They already get the radio call. Engine two, we're getting a lot of calls with flames out the window, and you look like you've got a working fire. You know, 10 4. Now you're all excited. I can I can feel it right now. Beeping that horn and ramming that siren, and you're thinking, well, you see a little header, right? Now you're coming down a block. Instead of being so excited, that's when you got to calm yourself down. And as you're approaching that house, get a good look at that side. Sometimes you can even see when you're coming in from around the block, sometimes you can catch a glimpse of the back of a house from the block that you're coming in on or you can sort of look around the back a little bit so you see the side you're approaching you pull up to the front that's obvious even if you don't see anything beyond that when you hop out now you can take a 20-step trip to the left and look down the left side so so now you didn't even do a 360 and you got three sides under your belt you know what i'm saying so and 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 neither of us is saying don't do the back neither of us saying there's no but you might be able to just run down one side (laughs) hit the corner glance across the back and run back out, out to the front and you still have actually put eyes on all four sides. Of the exactly.
1: Back. That's what I was going to say is you don't have to necessarily, I think when we talk three sixties, people think you physically have to walk the three, you know, like you, you no. just described it perfectly. I caught, as I'm pulling up, I saw the B, I saw the D side. I, I, I'm looking at the front. <clears throat> I get out, I'm looking at, at the B side. I take a quick, I mean, you take a quick look, you see, you come back and, and you said right. something. I don't want to get too far past here. As we go through the steps of this, I remember having a young lieutenant and very competitive athlete, all this stuff, you know, and I like, I told you, I, I like to appeal to the competitiveness of the fire service because I don't think there's, I think there's very few firefighters that want to be picked second or picked last. We talk about that. We all want to be the best. Nobody wants to be a schmuck, you know what I'm saying? And he never really could wrap his arms around a 360, you know, and carrying an extra flashlight and carrying his tool with them. He actually jumped off the rig once at a high rise as the officer with, with the big banjo shovel, like I'll show Lasky, I'm carrying a tool. And I'm like, we're going to talk later. You know what I'm saying? So they go to, again, I know we're talking single family dwelling now, but they go to a commercial building, actually automatic aid, they pull up, they got a fire. It's in the back. They stretch They're with this mutual aid crew inside the automatic aid crew neighbors. They're back there, a lot of smoke. And the officer next to him says, okay, we're going to push. I'm not quite sure what's at the back side of this. And you know what he says, you know, I'm going with this. He goes, he goes, he says, he says, I'm not quite sure what's at the back size, but let's push forward. He goes, well, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a door in the back corner over there that leads to the outside. We've got a window. It's got bars. And the guy's like, how would you know that? He goes, because I did a 360. He came back. He was so excited. We were at a picnic. he come up and show. He's all full of soot. I know you're not supposed to be, sorry, but this is a while ago. And he's like, you know, it's like when you realize that, like you know, how many times you talked about working with the Halligan, Or what, how about this, the K-tool. And the first time you use it, and you look like a freaking hero, you go, "Holy crap, this was great!" He was all fired up. He did nothing more than a simple 360, and it was on the other side of fire. So I didn't want to.
0: So So collecting information, you know, you know, size up slash 360. I mean, 360 is just one. It's just a term. We just want you to get your eyeballs on 360 degrees of the building if you can doesn't mean you actually have to walk. It doesn't mean you have to do a path. It doesn't have to be a circle. It could be a run down the driveway, look at the rear, and a run across the other side and look at the other side, and you still have gotten all four sides, you know, into your eyes. At least you've got it into your brain and you quickly see what's going on. It, because you don't. I mean, let's face it. We said quick, and that's what we mean. Right. You don't want to slow down the fire attack to collect information. Do not slow down the fire and your attack to going, collect information. Your nozzle is going to They shouldn't be it. at the front bleeding, already got a charge line, waiting for you to get there. Then you did something wrong. Then the building was too big for you to run around, or you were going too slow, etc., etc., etc. So, so make it quick, and you know, like I said, without running. Now, add nighttime, add smoke, add dogs in the backyard. There's a million things you can add to this scenario that's going to make it more difficult or or incomplete. And if it's incomplete, that's fine. Right. Just make the attempt. Just make get the as attempt. Mu- get as
1: much as you can. That's my thing. I'm going to try and grab as much as I can. I may not be able to grab that, but grab as much as I can to be better at what I'm doing. So you mentioned, you mentioned probably the, one of the most dramatic things that we want to be looking for, the 360 is smoke and fire conditions. Like, right. And we can, we can do, a, and we have done a whole show on smoke and fire conditions of what they tell you and what they're like. like I always say it all the time. My, my mentor and good friend, Chief Tom Freeman forever said a good, a good officer is the one that can predict his or her next alarm any mope can stand in the front yard burning the ground you have in front of you. If you, if you're not looking at the smoke and the fire, it's telling you, it's telling you right now what I'm burning, how I'm burning it, how pissed off I am, what I'm going to burn next. If you don't take care of me, I'm going to keep doing this. So that's, yep. that's number one. That's the biggest. Okay. So let's talk, John, at the 360 and this kind of goes along with the OV's observations as well. What else you're doing a 360, obviously looking at smoke and fire. Let's talk. What else are we looking at? We mentioned briefly a couple things, but you're, what would, what would you want one of your captains to be looking for or noticing as he or she does that 360, that quick 360, besides the smoke and
0: fire? I mean, the size of the building or any construction features that, like you said, how many times have we talked about the walkout basement? From the front of the house, it looks like a one-and-a-half-story, peak-proof, private dwelling. You thought going on a 360, you hit the number four side, you're running downhill. Before you know you're in the rear, it looks like a two and a half story building and, and the basement's got a walkout. You've got to get you got to get that on, on the radio. Now, whether or not the fire is in the basement or not, doesn't even matter. You might have a visible fire on the first floor and the basement's not clear. I don't know it's still information, right? right? Still something you want to get out on radio. And and that's another thing. Whatever conditions you find, whether it's whether it's the rear is clear. Whatever it is, as you're seeing it, don't hesitate to get that out on the radio, meaning your 5 radio to the other folks that well, are there.
1: Right? And you just mentioned 360s. You're in there crawling around, and one of your guys goes through. You know, I mean, you goes through. You know, knowing that someone just said there's a three. I mean, there's a walk-up. I mean, there's windows or doors I can get out. Right. right. Now I'm crawling looking for that. I'm, I'm trying to hit an – outside. we always tell you, try to get to an outside wall – Outside wall will always get you you know, somewhere where you should be. I guess I said, well, I'm looking now for that way out. Instead of going, shit, I got to get to the stairs back up. I know. Right. So, so right. Now, fire
0: conditions is another thing. A lot of times, and gosh, who hasn't pulled up to a private dwelling, just puffing smoke, puffing, puffing, puffing. You look across the whole front of the building, a couple of windows, front door, everything's puffing a little bit of smoke. Down the sides. you can look real quick, and no visible fire. And you're thinking, man. Where is the fire? Is the fire even on the first floor? Maybe it's downstairs. You take you start that that quick 360, you know, tell them start a line, get to the front door, I'll be there in a minute. You do a 360, get around the back, boom, fire out the kitchen window. You got it. You I mean, looks like kitchen, looks like kitchen boys. You run back around the front, scot up, guys on the front, front steps are ready to go. And now you know you're going for the kitchen. You know, or I mean, you might something. even run into the, you might even run into the occupant on the front door and yeah. say, "Where's the kitchen?" Oh, just go straight in. The hallway leads right into the kitchen. This hallway, is right in front of the front door. I mean, how And that 360 is what allowed that. Nothing else.
1: And that uh, maybe auto exposing from the from the kitchen up to the second floor, all these different things that you're gonna, you're inside hitting that, and command pull. You know, take you know, the chief takes command. You know, interior division or whatever. How you know oh, we're making good progress with the kitchen. Chief, get someone to the second floor. It, it was lapping the
0: backside of the building when I, you know. Right. Well, get a line. Get get engine two when they get here to get a line around the rear. It's, it's going up the outside, you know. So yeah. So we're talking fire conditions, smoke
1: conditions, and and I'm looking at you know. I used to talk to my officers saying, look, I know the OV. Not everybody uses an outside vent person or can because of personnel, you know, reasons or whatever. But that being said, you're doing that 360. You know, I'm, I just want—I want everybody looking at everything. I want you to notice where the gas meter is as you're walking. Like I said, this is all quick, but you're walking. You should be going gas here. Windows, second floor. What kind of windows? vane versus not? Do I have burglar bars or roll down shutters? Um, we've talked about this before. You know, I'm doing a 360, John, and I see a wheelchair ramp. You know, we've talked. Right. I see a, now. I mean, God, that's—you know good. what?
0: That's funny. You should say that at our house in Pennsylvania. Dawn and I, we're getting ready to put a ramp up the back. We don't want to put it in the front. We're getting ready to put a ramp up the back for Colleen and either her wheelchair or her walker. And you know what? You pull up to the front of the house, you'd never have any idea. that there's anybody in there that's got any mobility problems, suddenly you get around the rear, you see that ramp. Guess what? Nobody puts a ramp in because the ramps look nice. You know what I'm saying? Everybody puts a ramp in because they need it. could even just be senior citizens that have a difficult time climbing the stairs, you know?
1: Well, Here's another
0: one. Here's another one. How about you go around the side? You see a barbecue on fire. And you see the mulch on fire under the barbecue, and you see the fire going up the back of the building. And you realize, not that it's going to help you put the fire out necessarily, but you realize, wow, this house is on fire because the mulch is on fire in the back. Now when the fire's out, everything's all messed up. You tell the investigator, marshal, hey, guess what? When I went around, looks like this might have started in the mulch in the back of the house on the outside. And he goes and he finds that. So sometimes it's not even a tactical piece of information you gather, but you might see something that's important for maybe the fire investigation. You
1: know? Well, and we talked basement fires not too long ago. So you get around the back, you know. You notice that you notice there's basement windows or whatever. You're now you're in there in the basement. You make the bottom of the stairs like we talked about. You're on your side with your nozzman. You're hitting the fire. You can tell command. Have somebody take the basement windows on the back side. Have you know? Yeah, right. You, you saw the basement windows. You saw utilities. We're looking at ramps. You know, any time oh, a ramp- cold door,
0: the Bill cold door around here. Suddenly you know there's a way out of the basement if you yeah. have to, and you can get out the back
1: yeah exactly so you've got that or this i mean you know doors windows stuff that's open um i'm, I'm looking I, I get around to the backyard john and and i see a ton of toys versus a religious statue in a rose garden you know and a cat. you know i mean
0: yep. I, that's telling me already. How about this how about this what do you never want to step on what do you not want to step on at a house fire and not a texas house fire that stinks what do you not want to step on at a house fire anywhere in the United States?
1: Well, I'm thinking, well, if you ask this safety wise, I'm thinking a live wire, but what?
0: That's it, baby. Yeah. That's it. I can't tell you how many fires I've been to that I get the flashlight out at night. And I'm scanning the grass as I'm walking. And the guy walking next to me is like, Chief, what are you doing? I said, what am I doing? I'm wondering why you're not doing the same thing I'm doing. I said, I'm looking for the, for the wire. I see the wires are not attached to the house anymore. Right, the, the flames are right under the wire. The wires are on the grass here somewhere i don't want to step on one i'll right, tell you what if you're not looking for a wire you will step on one not everybody
1: around. has like you say the newer homes that have the underground you still have the drip lines coming off the back of the house oh yeah oh they yeah drop and drop fences pools utilities um you know kids no kids adults windows force entry problems fire conditions smoke conditions walkout basements uh we talked about pools um fences dogs things I mean, golly, and j- just getting around the back, like you said, now, I, and again, let's go back to what we said at the very beginning. If you pull up right now, not everybody, maybe you can't, maybe because of cars, you can only pull up and you get like big, you're right there and you can't get, Right. So now, right. now you got to get aggressive with your 360. But in most cases, like you said, you've already saw three sides when you pulled up. Take a quick, right. look, take a quick look. There's a video of me at a fire. I pulled up first. I had no tools to achieve. I had a, a people trapped this in, a, in my retirement video. And I, I just I pulled myself up on the you know, took it's a six footer. I pulled myself up on the fence, I'm looking in the back, okay. I got at least I, I you know what I can say, I didn't see fire out of back window. I didn't see right, right. You know, people laying in the backyard or whatever.
0: And it's, as the last point right there where you just said somebody might have just made it to their bedroom window and rolled out the bedroom window through the screen, and now some ten year old kid or or forty year old man is laying in the backyard, you know, behind a bush or on the mulch, and we and we're not even Thinking, we're not even anticipating a victim laying outside. You
1: know? John, I had a guy tell me in Coeur d'Alene, one of my officers, I'll never forget this. I've told you about this fire. We actually, God bless our good friend Jeff Welch, was my interior chief on there. I miss Jeff so much. What a, what, a, what a great guy. God bless you, Jeff. I know you're taking care of us from heaven. But um, I, I remember this fire because, to, uh, you know, two story frame, story and a half frame. Get, the officer gets around the back, I pull up, he goes, he, right away he's calling me, Chief, I have a handprint in the window. You know, have a handprint in the window. This was a, you know, they had a meth lab. The bad guy set the joint on fire and they ended up trapping himself. and got to the second floor and he tried to push the window open. And you can see, and th- he, he actually said, I've got a handprint on the window. And Go Kenny, for
0: it, baby. Go for it.
1: Kenny Gabriel, the bendy chief since I left. We we both love Kenny. What a great Kenny. Oh, great.
0: what a good man.
1: Um, Kenny was the one that got to the second floor. I mean, right away knew to get to the second floor that, you know, take a look, man. They got, I mean, it's those things that that maybe you're not going to see it, but I call them the difference makers, right? Those are the difference makers. Like you see in sports, the the playmaker in, in baseball, you know, you can't blame the pitcher for everything, but if, if, you know, if, if that outfielder hadn't dropped that one fly ball you've seen, right. You've seen you beloved Yankees, you know, where one play changes all of a sudden, it just tips everything, and now the next thing you know, they're losing three to one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's just like us. You said before the line of duty linked chain. Do that for size up. There's your next There's your article for you. You know, the yeah. when yeah. it comes to size up, you know, cut one. You know, instead of cutting them, all the different links that should be on there for the whole chain of what you should be looking for.
0: Um, yep. You don't have to talk about a 360 long and realize the value of, of, of that survey operation exactly and,
1: and i'll say this if you're an officer and you're worried about taking a quick duck as tom freeman would say a quick duck and get back in front your firefighters already stretch a line they've charged it bled it and ready for you masked up if you're worried about oh now i'm the one holding them up because now i have to mask up you know um i'll be nice i'm i'm, I'm being nice with my words now train okay Pr- you know if, if, you, if you're the officer and can't put your face piece on quick enough and your hood and your helmet I, I, you know, I'm saying I don't know if you should be riding the front seat. Really, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you should be able. You
0: should be able to be coming around the third corner, practically running, with your helmet flipped off your back, with the chin strap holding it around your neck, putting the face piece on, and getting and telling you guys, get ready, get ready, bleed the line. You should be able to do all that all at once. And if you can't, then you're right. You haven't been training. You need you need to get a little bit better at what you do. That's right. Yeah,
1: even if you just walk. I mean, you and I've seen them. That that one video I talk about from Dallas all the time. That Fox, you know, news had me watch. That officer, you watched him on the helmet cam, be right back. He, You can see him take off, and his firefighter, one-story frame, fire blowing out the back, some fire out the front. You're watching this guy's helmet cam stretch the line, flaking out, call for water, helmet upside down. You hear the line charging, helmet All of a sudden, he's masked up. He bleeds the line, and his officer's back there going, okay, we're going to go through the front, and you watch him. And he masks up like that, right? Boom, pull, yep, strap, yep. strap boom, hood, boom. I mean, you should not be the one fumbling with your air pack in your face.
0: Absolutely not. You know, absolutely not. Um, <laughs>
1: but anyway, I mean, good. The three sixty, we talked about it, and um, I, I just think I, I get, there's a reason why it keeps popping up a line of duty. That's John in the in the findings where, you know, where you see these guys and gals get jammed up because nobody went and looked at the backside or took a quick, you know, shot, and then sometimes right. that's that's the tip. So important. Get, so important is whether you get out or get you know get in. So, so great points. Three sixties. Hey hey guys and gals, uh, sit down. This is a great conversation to have when it's pouring rain or snowing outside or drill topic changed last second or whatever. Or if you're just sitting around the kitchen table having coffee. Um, yeah, look what we talked about in a little over 30 minutes. Just about a 360. You know. Um, you know, simple, simple stuff that will make all the difference in the world. Anything else, buddy?
0: No, that's about it. Other than, obviously, this conversation could go on and on and on, you know. Uh, and you're right. You know, this is kitchen table discussions, whether a couple of guys sitting around a volunteer firehouse on a Friday evening or whether it's guys coming back from a from a run, you know, in a career department or just sitting around lunch and talking about the last job you had. Talk about doing a 360 and what they saw in the rear or, gee, I didn't think about that. And, yeah, it's a great uh, – that's a great – Kitchen table is a great training ground. We know that, right?
1: Great topic. Well, that wraps up another one, buddy. Um, All right, to our to our listeners, um, you can catch us. Obviously, you're here, uh, but so make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. For those that don't have an Android or an iPhone or whatever, uh, I post them on my YouTube channel at Chief Lasky L A S K Y. So you can you can get them there as well as I posted a lot of our command posts, uh, the podcast John and I do for Fire Engineering. Those are also, I went ahead and posted all those on there from 2000, I think 18, 19, and 20 that we have been recording them. Um, so you could have those as well. Um, other thing, we're, we're still doing our classes and right now with COVID, we're still out there doing them. Everybody's practicing social distancing, but we're doing a lot of Zoom chats, folks. If, you, if you're interested in having us do a, a Zoom chat, like a little virtual training session with your officers or with your department, uh, John and I'd be more than happy to accommodate you and work it out. Um, uh, we've been doing a, a bunch of those lately and they've been working out really well. So give us, give us a shout, John, if they want to get a hold of you,
0: email. Chief John Salka at gmail.com.
1: And I'm Chief Lasky at gmail.com. We want to thank you again for joining us uh, and, and, and uh, spread the word, make sure you spread the word to folks who haven't subscribed. Um, that being said, we always ask you at the end of every episode uh, to please keep the men and women in our armed forces and your thoughts and prayers. And, uh, right now as well, um, please keep our brothers and sisters on the blue side of our family, our law enforcement family, um, in your thoughts and prayers. They're taking a whooping right now. We love you. Uh, thank you for, to all our officers out there. Uh, John, to your daughter-in-law, uh, thank you for, ta- I'll say selfishly, thank you for taking care of my family. Um, you know, when something bad happens, regardless, you know, I know who I'm calling because I can count on, on those in law enforcement. Take care of my family, my kids, my granddaughter, and everything else. So God bless you. Thank you for what you do. With that, we'll catch you next time. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and be safe, folks.